what's up everybody it's your boy bradley thompson here and we are officially back with another episode of the living the canadian dream podcast episode number i think 76 i probably um welcome back to another episode sorry about last week's audio it was kind of choppy i kind of sounded like i had distortion on my voice um it's because i was talking way too loudly into the mic and i tend to have that problem when i get super excited and i'm super excited and ready to rock and roll for this podcast this week. So hopefully it's a little bit better. Um, hopefully it's just music to your ears. Hopefully it's like white noise if that's what you fall asleep to. If you hate the sound of white nose noise, hopefully it's not white noise. Hopefully it's just, you know, a Sam Smith melody. And um, you enjoy that while you're driving on the country road, driving off into the sunset. And this is just a regularly scheduled program with Bradley Thompson. We're back, though. Um, sorry, I was taking you guys on like a little visual journey about how it feels to listen to the podcast. And that's what the Living the Canadian Dream podcast is all about. Okay. It's all about just riding off into the sunset on the country road with the top down on the, on the, on the Mercedes convertible because that's what we're rocking with. And um, yeah, you're just out there. Just vibe into the podcast. That's what it's all about. But um, before I was setting up this podcast today, I was trying to like organize my computer a little bit, trying to organize some files. And you ever have like 30 tabs open and you just can't find what you're looking for on the browser? That's what I was dealing with. I was dealing with the little Google Drive there, but I couldn't find where I put this tab. Just it was just lost in the sea of open tabs. And you know, that happens to me on a regular basis. And it's funny, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but sometimes to make it seem like you don't have as many tabs open, you open up some of those tabs on a new window. And it basically splits the amount of tabs that you have open because instead of having 30 tabs on one window, you got 15 on one window and 15 on the second window. And that's just my form of organized chaos because I don't know. For some reason, I think multitasking is okay. For some reason, I think it's okay to have 30 tabs open, but you know, it's not. It's not. And it's something that I'm trying to deal with right now. And I'm trying to become a better person by closing some of those tabs. And you know, I think that's the, the lesson for today in today's episode is sometimes you got to close some of those tabs whether they're relationships, whether they're, you know, memories, whether they're, you know, situations that you don't want to deal with. Sometimes you just got to close those tabs because some of those tabs only cause you frustration or some of those tabs kind of suck and that's okay to close those tabs. But some of those tabs may just be something that you had open that you don't really care to keep open anymore. And whether you take that as the literal meaning of closing the browser tab or closing those relationships off or stopping a hobby, take it as you will. But, you know, sometimes it's important to also upgrade that browser. Some people are out there using Internet Explorer. Okay. Internet Explorer. It's 2022. Get it together. Okay. If you use an Internet Explorer, in 2022, you got to get it together, okay? I don't care if you have an older computer, you get it together. And some people will be like, hey, I'm out of, I'm, 
I'm 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 out of the situation. I I'm not I'm I'm in the clear. Okay, I'm in the clear because I'm not using Internet Explorer. That's what some people will think. Meanwhile, they're on their computer right now using Microsoft Edge. Hey, you're in the same grouping, okay? You're part of the problem. Whatever that problem is, you're part of it because we don't use Microsoft Edge in this house, okay? We don't use it in this podcast nation. We use Google Chrome. That is the only browser that Living the Canadian Dream podcast nation listens to, uses, okay? And also listens to, okay? Google Chrome. There is no other browser. Firefox, huh? Excuse me? You going on MySpace? You going on AOL? Interesting. Friendster? We're going to download some music from LimeWire? Download some viruses from LimeWire, thinking it's music, thinking it's Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy, but it's really just a virus that you're adding to your family computer? Is that what we're doing? We don't run Firefox, okay? This is a Google Chrome household, okay? We're running Google Chrome. We're running the extensions. We're going all out, okay? Some people will be like, hey, but I got a Mac. Safari? That's your main browser? Safari, that's your main browser. Huh. Interesting. I mean, if that's what you want to be known as, then, you know, use Safari, okay? But just know, nobody else is using Safari, okay? It's native to Macs. You're not rocking Safari on a PC. And if only half the population are rocking Safari, get it together, okay? There's a reason why people often download Google Chrome on their iPhones. Superior, superior application, okay? So that's what I'm saying. I have no, I, I have no, I have no grievances with Mr. Cook at Apple. Okay, but Google Chrome superior. Shout out to Larry Page. Shout out to Sergey Brim. Okay, founders of Google, making quality websites and applications. That's what it's all about. Okay, so if you're gonna have thirty tabs open, you have it open on the proper software. Okay, I don't even think. I don't even think. Internet Explorer could handle 30 tabs open, okay? I don't even think it has the capacity to handle five tabs open. You can't run MySpace, LimeWire, Friendster, Ask Jeeves at the same time on Internet Explorer. You can't do that, okay? You got to use Google Chrome. So that's just how I'm dealing with, you know, my schedule today. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I'm sort of what they call organized chaos, I guess. I think that's what you can say is that's my life. That's how it's always been organized chaos. So many things going on. But, you know, in my own sort of way, I am organized to some onlookers. You may be like, hey, that guy's crazy. 
that guy doesn't have it together. But, you know, we dig deep sometimes and we get it together. And that's what this podcast is all about. We're all finding ourselves. We're all improving every single week as you listen to the lyrical, you know, genius of this podcast. Okay. It's like a song. It's like I'm Kanye West. Okay. Um, I went for a run outside yesterday for the first time in a while. I went for the run outside for the first time in probably a month, which is pretty crazy. Um, I know all the runners out there are going to be like, you're absolutely insane, but it's because I was sick last week. I said that I had like a little bit of a virus over the last few weeks. I've been battling that. So I haven't gone for a run outside. And also, as I've said many times before, it's icy, it's snowy. Those aren't the conditions for me. It's cold. Okay. And, you know, especially when it's icy, you can't run on the sidewalk. You got to run on the road because, you know, you don't want to slip and break your leg, but also it's tough to run on the road, especially, you know, even though it's country, there's no shoulder, there's no sidewalk because obviously all the snow banks and the ice. So, you know, it's tough, it's risky, but I did go for my long run outside for the first time, you know, in a while. It was nice to get outside. It was freezing cold. I was freezing out there. Um, my beard looked hilarious. My beard was all like icicles hanging off my beard because it was snowing. It was freezing. And, um, it was a tough one. It was a tough one to get the legs moving a little bit outside. Um, but it was good. It was good to finally get outside. I hit this patch of road in the countryside and, um, it was all ice. It was the sketchiest thing that I've done. And you kind of go uphill And then you go downhill before like the road really even starts. But by the time you get to the downhill, you know, you're kind of like in a little bit of, I would say it's like a little bit of a valley. That's where the road runs through. Um, In that entire valley, which is all ice and getting down that hill, it was icy. So going up, it would have been a pain to turn around. So I just stuck with it, you know, kind of went super slow through that section, but you know, once you get out of that, it's, it's okay. But, you know, I'm not a big fan of running on ice. You know, you can get, you can fall, you can hurt yourself, even running on the road. Like drivers these days are absolutely insane and um, they don't pay attention. They're on their phones while they're driving and it's, it's risky. It's risky. So I don't really like doing that, but um, you know, I'm, I do it once in a while because I have to, but it was nice to get outside um, to run. I don't know how people do that every single day. You bundle up. It takes you half an hour to bundle up. Okay. You're freezing. You're not able to obviously go as fast. I felt like I had arthritis in my knees. I felt like because of the cold, my legs were just seizing up, but I guess that's all part of the journey. I don't know. I'm more of a treadmill during the winter guy, but you know, haters going to hate. Okay. The running community is very, very weird when it comes to treadmills. Some people are just like, oh, I never treadmill. I get it. I get the the benefits of running outside. I really enjoy running outside every time I go run outside. Um, You know, you feel free. You get to think. You get to enjoy nature. But when it hits a certain temperature and the conditions are not ideal for running outside, I don't know how people do that day in and day out. Sometimes people do it multiple times a day. I don't get it. Not for me. Okay. Not for me. I'm a fair weather runner. Okay. I don't like the freezing cold conditions and I can feel that my, and it feels like my face is like burning. Okay. I don't need that. 
That's way too cold to be running outside. But, you know, haters going to hate. Okay. Haters going to hate. And that's, you know, part of the journey, I guess. I don't know. But um, I've been watching Winter Olympics still. Winter Olympics have been great. Um, you know, we've kind of pat- moved past all the luge stuff now, all the skeleton stuff. Now we're into like the week of the bobsled. Not a fan of the bobsled. Not a fan of the bobsled. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Not a fan of the bobsled. Single bobsled, two-person bobsled. I think there's also four-person bobsled. Don't care for it, okay? After I've seen the luge, after I've seen the skeleton, come on, night and day, okay? Not even just talking about like, it's, it's not even like, I don't know anything about these sports. So let's make this very, very clear. I'm sure all of these athletes, you know, I don't know. They're obviously at the best of the game and it obviously takes a lot to do these sports, but I just feel like the difficulty level compared to bobsledding and the luge and the skeleton, like night and day, it just seems like that, you know, the people with the skeleton, they're literally going head first down a mountain of ice head first down a mountain of ice. You're telling me that's not a little bit more scary or technical than bobsled. Get out of here. Okay. Get out of here. I don't, I still don't know how they're steering that thing. Okay. And on the bobsled, they have the little, like the little ropes and, or I don't know, they got controls inside skeleton. No idea how they're steering that. They're steering that thing with their mind. I don't know how they're doing it. Okay. Same thing with luge. They're looking like down, like their necks must hurt so much after the luge and the skeleton. The skeleton, you're literally looking up the entire time because you're flat on your belly. The luge, you're looking down the entire time because you're on your back. Bobsled, you're just, I don't know. I think they're kneeling. I I don't know what they're doing in there, but they're probably kneeling. So if anybody ever comes at me and says, nah, the bob, no, we're talking luge skeleton, okay? We're talking luge skeleton, luge and skeleton. That's what it's all about. Sled sports. That's what it's all about. Okay. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise because they're wrong. Okay. I don't know. I was watching some random Olympic sports. I, I told you guys last week that I like to do this. Just watch random Olympic sports. Biathlon was watching that the other day. Never watched that in my life. I don't understand the shooting thing. I like the cross country part. Don't understand the shooting thing. Like, are those airsoft guns? Like, how far away are the targets? How difficult is it actually to shoot those targets? I have no idea. And I don't understand the rules. Like, I know it was a big deal when people missed targets. Don't know why, you know, um, if they, like, get deducted points. Like, how does the point deduction work? But you win the race. I, does it, like, add on time? I, I truly don't understand biathlon. But, I mean, I guess if you're into it, it's cool. If you're into bobsled and biathlon, that's cool. Um, for me, not really down for it. Um, more of just a pure cross-country ski person. And I don't, I don't understand the shooting. I don't, I don't, and I don't understand why sometimes they, they do it standing up and then they do it laying on their belly, prone. If you play Call of Duty, you know the lingo, okay? That's prone, okay? And then they're ADSing. Aim down sight. If you don't play COD, you don't know. Okay. I've been playing Call of Duty since high school. That is pretty crazy. 
thinking back, I guess that's over, that's over 10 years of Call of Duty I've played. Over 10 years of Call of Duty. I am a pro, okay? I am a pro in the lingo. I know the concepts. Call of Duty zombies, are you kidding me? Run the cycle. I got you, okay? Whatever you need, I got you, okay? But that's my, I don't know. I, I don't get biathlon. Um, I also wonder, like, is it a lot harder to shoot because you're tired and you're trying to catch your breath? Like, do you have to hold your breath as much as you would if you were, like, actually sniping an actual gun? I don't, never shot a gun before in my life, um, so I don't know how that stuff actually affects it. <laughs> this is all coming from a Canadian where, you know, the only thing we do is we don't shoot targets. We shoot hockey pucks. And that's, that's what it's up. That's what's up. Never been to a gun range before. I've always wanted to go. I think it's, um, you know, something to experience, I guess. Um, even airsoft, never played airsoft. That looks fun. Play paintball. Not a big fan of pro paintball. Not a big fan. Okay. These people are just rapid firing. If you've ever seen that, they just rapid fire with their fingers and I don't get the whole pro paintball thing. They just hide behind a target and they don't even look at who they're shooting at. They're just maintaining pressure. I don't know. I've watched a lot of TikToks about paintball and um, yeah, not, not for me, not for me. Airsoft and stuff like the stuff in the outdoors, like in the forest and stuff that looks cool. That looks pretty cool. But like the ones where they're like behind inflatables. I mean, just go to the beach. You know what I mean? You got all those inflatables. Go to the beach. You know what I mean? Okay. Don't play paintball there. I don't know. I just don't find it entertaining. Um, it's not for me. But yeah, the Olympics have been great. Um, the Russian Olympic Committee, which they're known as right now because of all the doping scandals. Very, very good documentary. And this is going to be on, you know, this is going to be a recommendation for this week. Okay. Documentary called Icarus. It's on Netflix. It is about the Russian doping scandal. Highly recommend it. It is about this, um, this filmmaker. He wanted to do a documentary about pro cycling and taking steroids, PEDs, performance enhancing drugs for pro cycling. Very, very interesting. And he basically enlisted this Russian doctor that basically did the doping for the Russians throughout the Olympics and stuff like that. And it was very, very interesting. Um, I highly recommend that, especially with what's going on with Russia right now, the Russian Olympic committee, because, you know, they've been banned from using their names because of all the steroid and doping usage. But as I said last week, it's obviously very, very clear that the Olympic committee, the IOC, it's very, very corrupt because many of these countries shouldn't be getting, you know, um, the Olympic games. Like, why are they the Olympic games in countries that have been, you know, that have hosted the Olympic Games like not even 10 years earlier, right? Um, why are countries getting the Olympics when they don't even have the natural resources to hold those Olympic Games? Like Winter Olympics in a place that can't actually, you know, that needs to make all fake snow, that doesn't even have real snow. Very, very weird. Um, and it's very interesting that a Russian um, skater, figure skater, um, recently got busted for taking a PED. 
She tested positive on a PED that was obviously um, restricted in the Olympics. And it is very, very interesting because it was a big thing. And then they announced that she will not be banned and she can still compete even though she tested positive. But obviously, because they know the amount of backlash that they would get if she wins, she's they're not going to hold an Olympic medal ceremony if she wins, which is absolutely ridiculous because other people have trained their entire lives for this opportunity. And not only are you going against somebody that has taken performance enhancing drugs, whether it was her or her coach giving that to her, you're also still competing against somebody that's cheating, but also you don't even get the opportunity if you win or you podium to showcase that in front of the, the audience and take that whole experience in. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand how that's even allowed. Like, it's crazy. People test positive for drugs and cheating and PEDs, right? Banned substances, and they get suspended. They get banned. Okay? This isn't happening to this person for a random reason and they're still able to compete but because they know that they're going to get back backlash they're not holding a medal ceremony if she wins absolutely insane but um i i'm not surprised it's just crazy that that would even be allowed to happen um i don't get it and it's 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 honestly disgusting it's honestly disgusting people train their whole lives to be you know, competing in the Olympics and they don't even get that opportunity um, to compete against somebody else fairly, which defeats the whole purpose of drug testing. If you're still going to let the people that, you know, test positive compete, doesn't make sense. Um, very, very crazy. Um, I've been playing a game called Wordle lately. I don't know if y'all been playing that game Wordle. It's lit every single day. There's a new word. And basically what you have to do is you have to try to guess whatever the word of the day is. And if you put in like, a, you get, I think it's six tries. Um, like if you get the word wrong, the first try, it'll tell you what letters are actually in the word. And then you go from there and then you can try to solve um, the puzzle. Very, very entertaining. Um, super fun. It's all the, it's the craze right now. If you're not playing Wordle, you're not living. It's like how, you know, BBM had, you know, the snake game back then or brick breaker. If you weren't playing Brick Breaker on BBM back in the day, you weren't living, okay? It's like if you weren't playing Farmville on Facebook, you weren't living back in the day, okay? If you weren't playing Candy Crush on your brand new iPhone back in the day, you weren't living, okay? That's what this game is. If you're not playing Wordle every day, you're not living. And it's kind of sad because Wordle recently got bought by the New York Times, I think it was. Um, which is annoying because you know that they're going to put a payment gateway on it. And it was a great game. It was, it's a fun game. And I hope that they don't put a payment gateway on it because, you know, it'll totally wreck the game. People won't play it anymore. Um, if you got to get a subscription to New York Times to play Wordle, you know people aren't going to play Wordle. Um, but it's just, it's annoying when, you know, great things, you know, are going to sort of be bought by a corporation and it's just going to change. It's never fun. It's never fun. But Wordle is a lot of fun. Um, I'm getting better. I used to be bad, getting a lot better. So, you know, follow me on Twitter for my journey into the world of Wordle. Okay. 
Um, this week, the, the, um, the book of the day, the book recommendation of the day is going to be faster. It's a book that I recently read. It's a great book. I really, really enjoyed it. I listened to it as an audiobook. I forget what the name of the author is. Faster by Michael Hutchinson. Um, it's a great book, super enjoyable. Um, it is about cycling, which have been a lot of my books recommendations lately, but it's about cycling. And it's, um, it's really enjoyable because it is, you know, an ex pro cyclist who was a time trial expert. And um, he breaks down sort of his journey in time trials, and then all the things that he tested, which found, which he found useful in the world of time trials. Um, so it's very, very interesting to thinking, you know, hearing about, you know, the equipment, the, um, you know, the suits that they used to wear, but also all the subtle improvements that you know, you can make in order to go faster. And that's what it's all about. All about the science behind getting faster. Um, so it's very, very interesting. And, you know, if you're looking for something to read, I do recommend it. If you're not into reading, always recommend the audiobook. I listen to a lot of audiobooks, especially when I'm driving around. Um, aside from just podcasts, I listen to way too many podcasts. Um, but it's just a great book to read. And I do recommend it. So make sure you check that out because that's pretty lit. Um, if you're looking for a good read and I'm reading a couple other books right now, um, reading a book about marathons. I'm also reading a book, um, by the great Seth Godin. So I'll, I'll talk about that another day, but, um, I do recommend that book by Michael Hutchinson. Great read. Um, if you're looking for something fun about cycling, if you're become looking to become a better cyclist. Also, if you're not a cyclist and you're like a runner or endurance athlete, still beneficial because it just breaks down you know, all the little things that you can do to become a better endurance athlete. So I do recommend that because um, that's exactly what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to become better endurance athletes. Okay. That's what we're trying to do. You know, um, I don't know what, I don't know what else to talk about today. Um, oh, Twitter recently um, released that they're allowing NFT profiles. So instead of memeing everybody and trolling everybody, that has an NFT and taking a screenshot of those and putting those at your profile, which you see a lot on TikTok. Twitter actually has an NFT profile where it's like a verified um, profile picture of your NFT from like NFT marketplaces, open seas and stuff like that. And you can have that as your Twitter profile because you see a lot of people on Twitter now with NFTs as their profile. I still have yet to buy an F NFT. Um, and I recently read an article about OpenSea that they're free software for minting <laughs> NFTs, which is literally, the whole, literally their whole business and their biggest marketplace. Um, basically, it like I think it's like 90% of <laughs> the NFTs that you mint with that free software are actually plagiarized. So it defeats the whole purpose of the NFT thing. And it sort of shows that the company that's selling the NFTs created the software and it's still having issues. And 80% or 90% of the minted NFTs with the software are like plagiarized or fake. So people are buying stuff and it's fake. And that's the whole issue that NFTs were trying to solve. And it doesn't give me much confidence. But obviously that will be, you know, fixed. I know people are, are obviously buying real NFTs, but can you imagine dropping like even a hundred bucks 
on something and it's not even real, just getting scammed. Or how people are buying NFTs for like 200,000. Can you imagine that not being real? Like, what do you even do? This is all over the internet. It's untraceable. What do you even do? You just lose that money. Just call it a day. Just, hey, call it a day. GG. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to wait a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing my research, but I'm going to wait a little bit because I don't know. I just don't have it in me to just blow money like that. You know, money's hard to come by these days. So if you're just blowing money on fake bored apes, then you got yourself a problem. Okay. If you're just wasting money on fake sleepy pandas, you got an issue. Okay. You got yourself a problem. If you're just blowing money on fake fat elephants, you're just wasting your time. All of those NFTs I just made up are, are all fake, um, except for the first one, which is the board. I think it's the board, um, the board sloth panda board ape for sure. Board ape. Um, cause that's the only NFT that people know, um, off the top of their heads. Um, People say, oh, you got a board ape? Oh, yeah, I would love to have a board ape. That's what they're saying on Wall Street right now. You got a board ape? Oh, yeah, I got a board ape. Ha, ha, ha. That's what they're saying on Wall Street right now. That's how I envision the conversations um, as they're um, investing millions of dollars in other stuff, you know, like the housing market. Big short, good movie. Recommend it. Brad Pitt, Christian Bale. He's the GOAT, Dark Knight, best Batman, best Batman, Christian Bale. I said it. Dark Knight, best Batman movie. Dark Knight Rises, best Batman movie. Heath Ledger, love it. One of my favorite movies of all, of all, of all time, of all time. Great movie. I've watched it so many times. It is the best. Why so serious? Okay, why so serious? Um, I think that's it for today. I've kind of talked enough, um, enough crap. I hope y'all are doing great. I hope y'all are staying warm, staying active, getting after it. Gyms are open again. Keep getting after it. Get back into that routine. Um, because you owe it to yourself to keep grinding because things will work out, you know, stay positive and keep going after your dreams. Go after your dreams. Don't listen to what people say. A lot of people like to give their opinion about stuff, but that doesn't mean shit. Ignore them. Okay. Do what makes you happy. Do what you love. Okay. And that is my advice for today. Do what you love. And if you're not doing what you love, you got to really think, why aren't I doing what I love? Okay. You got 24 hours in a day. You got seven days a week. Get after it. Do the stuff that you love and dedicate yourself to the process. It's all about the process. Love what you're doing day in and day out. And, you know, the results will come. Things will get better. You will improve at whatever you're trying to master. And that's it for today. That's a mic drop, okay? But thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's podcast. Um, until next time, we're going to have some guests coming up in the next few weeks. Um, I was just getting into the Solo Dolo podcast um, because, you know, life's been busy for me lately. So this is just the quickest way I can just come on here and um, spit my truth. You know what I mean? Because that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to spit our truth. 
All right. We'll catch y'all later. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Um, Have a great day. Stay warm and peace out, homies. Leave him to Canadian dream.